radio station. And since it is Monday and it is 7.30, we talk live on the telephone with R.W. Estella. Good morning, R.W. Good morning, Allison. Friday evening at the American Folk Festival in Bangor, my girlfriend and I were in the dance pavilion, sashaying to the swinging Cajun beat of Steve Riley and the Mamu Playboys. Just previously, we had caught a few minutes of the great Quebecois trio Bon Deborah. The week leading up to the festival had been an especially productive one for us, in large part because of my friend Rob, who had traveled from Virginia to Maine primarily to help me with the ongoing construction of the house my girlfriend and I are building in Old Town. I have mostly been working by myself on that project, as good help at reasonable wages is hard to find these days, even during the summer when one would think plenty of high school kids would be looking for work. A couple of times I tried to try a local young man who had successfully performed some simple mechanical tasks on a garden tractor, swapping out the lawnmower deck for the snow blade and vice versa. But construction seemed to be another matter, and I found him unable to focus in a detailed way. Soon I was working by myself again. In a recent interview with Todd Merrill, who has been leading Merrill Blueberry Farms to become the first and only company in the country to process organic wild blueberries for the frozen market, Portland Sunday Telegram reporter Mary Poles heard the following. Quote, School-age kids no longer seem to be willing. We advertise every year. A lot of kids don't need the money, and it's looked upon as something migrant workers do. Close quote. This coming week will include the yearly orientations for faculty to resume teaching for the fall semester. Invariably, we will hear quite a bit about managing the classroom. We'll be asked to accomplish two mutually exclusive things. We'll be asked to exercise a great deal of flexibility, while at the same time being asked to maintain a considerable number of specific academic standards. Within the first few weeks, we professors, instructors, teachers, pick a title, will have a fair sense of who's going to succeed in our courses and who's not, but we'll need to play the game of education with the latter anyway. On the way home from the American Folk Festival last Friday night, my girlfriend commented that she had not seen many young people attending the venues. The next day, we returned in the afternoon, and I made it a point to keep a mental count of attendees under 20, and the percentage was not high. The hope of the future is what we weathered, often hardened veterans of the educational trenches call our young charges, for they are indeed bound to be carrying their aspirations, whatever they may be, into many more tomorrows than, say, we baby, baby boomers will be. Therefore, the perennial question becomes, how can we help them find and articulate their hopes? Stay tuned for the forthcoming answers to that one. For more on Omain, have a great day.